Welcome to Scale Your Business Radio with your hosts, David Finkel and Jeff Hoffman. Hi, Scale listeners. I'm David Finkel here, joined by my co-host and co-author, Scale Jeff Hoffman. And you're listening to Scale Your Business Radio. Each week, we share with you ideas to grow your business and get your life back. And in this segment, we're going to be talking about how do you get unstuck and take your business to the next level. Now, Jeff, I remember you and I, before we decided to write the book Scale, we were talking about this common experience that we kept hearing over and over again at different talks that we would give as keynotes at different conferences that were attended by large crowds of business owners. And this idea that, hey, I'm stuck. Share a little bit about that from your perspective here. Then let's go into what are some suggestions to get unstuck, to go past that point, to break through it, to take it to another level. Sure. It's a, it's just amazing how often for you and I both that we hear business owners that say, I started my business, and when I started, you know, it, it grew continually, which is, of course, much easier to do when you're starting, uh, when you're new, but it was growing. And, you know, I hit a point, I grew up to a certain level, and I hit a point where it stopped growing. And they tell me, so they're stuck in two ways. They say, I just feel stuck. It doesn't grow anymore. Then they say, I feel stuck in the business. I can never get out of the office. I'm working harder than ever. I spend more hours than I ever have in the office, yet I'm not growing anymore. So the stuck is two things. The business has swallowed my life. I'm putting in more hours than ever, and yet I'm not growing anymore. I don't get it. Because what they think is, if I'm working harder, I should be growing faster, and that's just not true. Yeah, and I think about this. I, I, I love this analogy that I've, I've, I've used before, and I just I think it speaks to it. I think as business owners, we're so busy, sometimes drowned by opportunity, not starving for lack thereof, and we start all these different initiatives. You know, we'll try this over here and that over there, and before we know, we've started 16 different home improvement projects inside of our business, but we've taken none deep. We go way too wide and go, don't, don't go deep into each of them. And so one of the concepts we talk about in part two of scale is this idea of the fewer better principle, that it's not about more, it's about better. And if I want to get unstuck, I've got to decide on what are the fewer better things to focus on and double down on those bets versus trying to do a lot of everything. Yes, it's, it's the, when you say the fewer and better, it's the bang for the buck. Thing. I'm busy, I'm doing a million things, but there's a small number of things that actually really move the needle and move the business forward, and doing more of those things and letting some of the little stuff go, it's not automatic. You've got to stop, you've got to make that list, say, what are all the activities I'm doing, which of those really move the needle? And the ones that move the needle, I should be putting more time into those and not worry about the other stuff, because, again, we get so busy with so many activities uh, like you said, that we're not focused on the ones that really make the business advance. Yeah, here's an example we have from Scale, right? We were talking in there about Thomas Jordan, who is a, a business owner who owns a mobile bottling line in Northern California into Oregon. And so one of the things for him is he had reached a point in his company that he was just getting hammered on on his gross profit margin. He was really struggling with that place and that business. And he realized that he had had this incredible technology. His trailer was coming from a manufacturer, a 65-foot mobile bottling trailer. His equipment, which cost him a million dollars, literally, was head and shoulders above the other mobile bottlers in his markets up there in Napa Valley. But who he was bottling for wouldn't pay a premium for the extra quality that he bought. For him, it was this decision of who should he stop selling to 
so that he can focus on the niches that he creates enough extra value that he can price in that value and improve his margins in there. And for him, it turned out to be things like he was the only mobile bottler in his industry, in his area, that could do things that included carbonation, so semi-sparkling wines and cider products that required a greater degree of technical ability through the manufacturing process. And by letting go of going after certain um, customers and saying no, he freed his energies up to go after what he wanted, and he grew his company by 40% the first year he did that. That is a really good point because as small businesses, cash flow is king, right? We always worry about our cash flow. And the issue there is that targets of opportunity come up. Things uh, come up that are opportunities where we could make some money, so we're tempted, like in the case you described, to go do that thing because it generates revenue when, in fact, it generates sort of non-strategic and non-growth revenue. So. It, it, it's a discipline thing when, when money's on the table to want to go do other activities because they make you money when, in fact, they're just not what's best for the business and the growth of the business. And on the flip side of that, you know, not just the fact that we get stuck sales-wise, but we say, David, I have all this opportunity. Jeff, I just feel stuck. And the stuck for them might be what we call the self-employment trap. They're so busy doing the job of the business, the day-to-day operations, that they don't have the time to step back and actually take advantage of the opportunities that are there. Right, and they don't even, you know, it's not just taking advantage of them, but they don't even see them sometimes because they're so caught up in the nitty-gritty. So sometimes you've got to pull yourself out of traffic and, and stop and look at your map again. Yeah, I'll share a quick example. I remember in Chapter 2 in Scale we were talking about Mark Hua, uh, here's a guy who had a construction business. He did a common area maintenance for homeowners associations, and Mark was stuck at the $750,000 per year sales volume, and he'd been there for a number of years. He was growing, you know, 2 3%, 4% a year, working 70-hour weeks. Is it any wonder? I mean, I was talking to his wife, Jeff. Actually, he came back one of our workshops about two weeks ago. I was talking with his wife, Diana, and she had shared about a trip that they had taken to oh, gosh, this was to Europe and Austria and Vienna, and they were there, and how Mark every evening for three or four hours would be on his computer checking email, and and he would be doing invoicing. And how she described that was it felt like she wasn't even on this trip, and let's fast forward now. So three years into applying the concepts we talk about in scale, things that we've been talking about here on the Scale Your Business Radio, Mark reduced his working hours to 35 to 40 hours, but more than that, he got himself out of most of the day-to-day operations. Lauren and his team operationally handle the scheduling, handle the invoicing of clients for the homeowners associations that they service. And Mark's been able to grow his company. Now he's at 1.3. He just finished a year up at that point. And he just recently shared with me, and Diana was right there by his side, how he just took his first ever two-week vacation. He had never done that before. And he didn't check email at all except for the first day. And that's when Lauren turned to him by email and said, Mark, if you keep checking email on your trip, we will shut off your email account. We've got it handled. Enjoy your time. Enjoy Paris with your wife. Hint, it's romantic. <laughs> and, and, and this idea that we're so mired in the self-employment trap, we just, we just need to start slowly stepping out of that by trusting our systems, our team, and our controls to take over piece by piece small bits of the business. Well, you gave a great example. If, if you, forget a vacation. If you could take a day, a sick day, and not pick up the phone, not check email, not check your, you know, your devices, 
If you could take a day where you are completely disconnected, and gee, amazingly, your business still runs fine, then you got it right. But if you have that panic feeling uh, that you got to keep checking in, then, then you're not there yet and you have work to do. You know, it's interesting. I think to myself, sometimes at the end of the day, I get into this routine where I've had a great day, but somewhere around 4, 4.30, I start getting lost into email, and I find myself scrambling, taking care of all these check-the-boxes to get it done. And I catch myself thinking, you know what, David? You're not creating any value here. All you're doing right now is making some other people happy, but you're not creating value for the company. Go ahead and close off the day. Get home to your family. Go be with your wife. Go be with your kids. You're not creating value and start fresh the next day. So this thought that sometimes we just start getting into this routine of working, but we call it one hasty. We're just going at one speed, and it's not doing anything of value. So stop and start fresh the next day. Yes, it's almost to some people counterintuitive, uh, but it's absolutely right that sometimes you just have to literally, you're better to your business and everyone else in your life if you stop and recharge your batteries. If you do refresh, and some people just don't do that. Yeah. Now, one of the things I notice are business owners who try to go after too much business. They say, I'm stuck, so I should go after every opportunity. And as a result, they underperform with that. Have you observed that with business owners that kind of get into that panic mode and, and they start selling to every opportunity that's there, even though they're not really well situated and, it, and, it, and they don't realize how hard it is to go after every opportunity because it becomes a new sales situation or a new fulfillment situation every time? Yes, that's the targets of opportunity pop up. Uh, and they, you know, get distracted by all of those, and it's really hard. First of all, it's hard for two reasons. One, resource-wise, you're putting resources away from doing what is absolutely best for your business. But second, even brand-wise, right, to, to really build a successful business, you have to be really good at something. And if you're doing lots of things, it's hard to be really good at the one thing because you're so uh, distracted and so fragmented. <laughs> you talked about once upon a time, you shared the story at one of the conferences you were speaking at that I was in the audience of, and you shared this idea about you don't have to be perfect. You just need to be able to win a gold medal at something that matters to your market. Not at everything. You don't need to be a decathlete. You just need to be really good at something. And what you're saying really strikes resonant with that part. Now, coming up in the next segment, we're going to be talking about how to solve the cash flow challenges that you might have. Matter of fact, we're going to right. give you the four questions you must use to examine to solve a cash flow challenge. And this is what Jeff and I have learned after coaching thousands of business owners in just about every category industry, this formula to diagnose and solve cash flow challenges. You're listening to Scale Your Business Radio. I'm your host, David Finkel, along with my co-host, Jeff Hoffman. And you're listening to WS Radio here on WSRadio.com. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more Scale Your Business. Hey, Scale listener, this is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. 
I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. If you've ever wanted to grow your business but held yourself back from fear that it would take over your life, then we urge you to get your copy of Scale today. It'll give you a proven roadmap for rapidly growing your business while also gaining more personal freedom. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Scale is for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at ScaleYourBusinessToolkit.com. That's ScaleYourBusinessToolkit.com.